When your child is struggling, as a parent, you need support. Welcome to Beyond Risk and Back. I'm at the 46th Annual Psychotherapy Associates Winter Symposium. This is in Colorado Springs, and once again, I get my hands on the experts. The men and women who are speaking at this conference, the, the, the other people having booths here, this is where all the experts in the industry of mental health and addiction and recovery gather to share the information they have, and I want to get it into your hands. So thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Beyond Risk and Back. I had Christy on the show last year uh, at the Winter Symposium, and we were talking about self-harm. Uh, but this year, she came back I- and is speaking here at the event about social media. And man, I, I, knowing my families, knowing my listeners, what a hot topic always. So uh, Christy alton Osmera, thank you very much for being back with us. It's a great episode last year. I'm very excited to talk about uh, uh, social media this this usage this year so thanks for coming back well thanks for having me uh, anytime yeah. anytime and always um so first of all let's talk about wh- where you're working are you are you doing private practice are you here with an organization i'm here with keystone treatment keystone Center. treatment yep i'm the program director on the adolescent unit okay. been there probably going on 25 years so okay yep. where's keystone you're it's in canton south dakota canton so. south yes. dakota because yeah. we got a keystone colorado yes. so that's so yep. there's canton south dakota you guys are residential we are 30 to 90 days we do inpatient Adults, men, women, gender-specific, also an inpatient gambling unit, and then our gender-specific adolescent unit. Okay, so. fantastic. Co-occurring. <laughs> uh, gender-specific adolescent unit, mm-hmm. co-occurring disorders. Yes. Yep. Uh, these are all things my parents have uh, they've started to become familiar with right. and know these terms, uh, which is good. Um, uh, residential, I want to cover uh, the other basics, age. Of, of your residential? 13 to 18 on our unit. Perfect. Yep. And you guys work with insurance? Yes. Okay, great. Yep. So Canton, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Um, let's get into this. Uh, every parent knows social media is a problem. Right. And that's the easy thing to say. My kid spends too much time on social media. Right. What, there's a couple things that have come out recently. One being how much trafficking Mm-hmm. is done and how much social media is utilized for pedophiles and predators to get their hands figuratively, literally on children. Yes. So that's a danger we know. Second mm-hmm. of all, the the uh, uh, the FOMO, the fear of missing out, mm-hmm. depression, anxiety that comes from that stuff. Um, but I'm watching Gen Xers, myself included, I'm watching uh, baby boomers and uh, uh, more of them are getting on Facebook, spending more and more time, getting less active. Gen Xers as well. I I wonder that if we turned off Facebook, uh, people would be activists at all. (laughs) It is so different too. It's a good thing you brought up the different generations because there's some very different usage patterns when it comes to social media. Boomers are now the subject of every funny meme that uh, Gen, you know, okay, boomer. Gen Z or uh, yeah, okay, boomer, right? <laughs> and what does that mean, right? You know, um, I'm a Gen Xer too, so we're all about the party, right? The good yes. times, uh, the entertainment value. Yes. The millennials were way more centered, self-centered in comparing themselves to others, getting those likes, kind of being driven by that. Generation like. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. But what we're seeing is that the new, the Gen Zers are looking at it a lot differently. They're not so self-focused. In fact, they're using the internet not so much as 
um, a way to express themselves, but a way to normalize and reach out to others. So it's a it's a way that they're connecting in ways they didn't do previously, um, becoming advocates for social justice. Um, you know, um, they're way less into the selfies, or the, you know, whereas the millennials, that's kind of where they their niche was. You know, right. have the name brands and all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, um, so. These kids coming up now, age 24 and below, um, are experiencing, they never known life without a phone or life without any type of technology. They're spending, even in the schools, everything's on laptops. Ten, the average of 10 hours attached to some screen in one way or another. This is a way of life. There's not a developmental model right. that says that 10 hours is good for anyone no and there's a lot of concerns with that exposure there's good and bad sure and we have to learn to help them navigate through the only world they've ever known into some of these uh kind of like you were talking about some of the issues that are concerning out there yeah um given open avenues for you know just about anything to to be out there we have to teach the kids to become good di digital citizenship you know um talk about their digital footprint what they're leaving on uh, about themselves for life in fact, these kids nowadays, most of them have an established digital footprint at two because of sharenting, you know, parents putting, you know, all their information about their babies up online. I mean, these kids. Good Lord. I know. It's, so they're having all this exposure, um, which can leave them vulnerable to. Sharenting? Sharenting. That's a word? It is a word. You yes. didn't just make that no, up. No, I didn't. Yeah. So everything they're doing as a parent is getting posted online. And us Gen Xers, uh, we're horrible at Facebook. Facebook, by the way, is for old people now. Yeah, so, I, I've <laughs> yeah, learned. Yes. Yeah, it's Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, some of those other ones that are um, Well, popular. TikTok has just been under heavy, heavy fire. Yes. From giving pedophiles accessibility exactly. to information. Yes. Yeah, because of the GPS locations on a lot of these apps. Yeah. And the kids uh, just aren't real good about turning those off. Or um, they're way more comfortable putting stuff out there that they just don't have that frontal lobe fully developed yet. So they right. don't see the long-term consequences of posting, you know, posting things on TikTok. And, yeah. So, so man, this, this has so many layers to it because, yes, it does, because yeah. what's important mm -hmm. is that Parents set a good example. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 get that out of the way on this episode yeah. right now. Parents, you got to set a good Absolutely. example. However, yes. Uh, I was I was in Jamaica, mm -hmm. and I'm walking through a restaurant. I'm not ten feet from crystal blue water and white sands. <laughs> I got a two year old sitting, a toddler sitting, looking at a pad, and both parents looking down at their own phones. Right. Okay. You and you you just talk about how Gen Xers are looking at it for the the party value, the entertainment yes. value. Yeah. You know, Gen Xers current the the current political climate. Yes. Gen Xers have lost their minds over it. Right. Very divisive, having full tilt arguments with strangers over yes. this thing. Gen Xers are not setting good examples. No. no. With Facebook. Yes. And the millennials kind of were on the cusp of that and got caught up in all this. You know the. The splitting of the nation, basically, yeah, with all the, the drama. They just didn't have the filters. But what you're going to see with the Gen Zers is they've seen this, they've watched this, they don't want anything to do with it. They're looking for truth in any situation. They're looking to find the common ground and to get out of that, that argument stuff. If they're going to um, get rid of somebody or block somebody on their social media, it's mostly going to be because of the drama. Huh. Um, that kind of stuff is a turnoff for them, actually. So there's a, 
You also brought up something with sharenting was mm-hmm. was that people not recognizing how valuable their information is. Yes. That when they're we're going through a feed on Pinterest, yeah. on Facebook, on YouTube, mm-hmm. anytime they slow their scroll. Right. Like those yeah. analytics are being dialed down yes. and your footprint is saying this person will slow down when you when they see this product. Yes. Therefore, let's target ad. Yes. This information is bought and sold. Your it children's is. information is being bought and sold. It's data mining. It's all that. I and mean, it's yeah. huge, it business. Is huge business. Now, does mm-hmm. the youngest, do, do the Gen Zers know this? I think they're they're more aware of it, especially with the blow up with the you know the the Facebook you know Zuckerberg stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I don't know that they know how to stop a lot of that. Um, well, at their age, right. at twenty four and under, how, right. how could they? Yeah, right. So I mean, they um, marketing is going crazy over this because yeah. they have the perfect audience to try and steer. Uh, Instagram uh, ambassadors. You know, yes. I have I have a 15 year old daughter who was sold in being an ambassador for a company with sunglasses. You know, if she was going to be famous, because, of course, right? Because she's going to have 20% off. So I, I <laughs> say, okay, we'll get the $20 sunglasses. She takes a couple pictures with them. That's it. But it's the sales marketing. You know, yeah. they're really trying to market towards the drive to make an impact for the Gen Zers. Got they, it. Yeah, they want to influence. They want to, you know, change the world. And yeah. I, I believe Gen yeah. Xers, because we were so hell bent on all of us being MTV stars right? and everything, exactly. that <laughs> it's hard for us to help our kids navigate right. that type of marketing because our kids have an opportunity for shameless self-promotion yes. and popularity that we never did. Right. Our kids have many more examples of getting rich and known and wealthy um, than we ever did. However, Gen Xers have seemed to have forgotten that doing that on 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 uh, 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 YouTube or, or Instagram, it's work. It's yes. still work. It and is. it could be a it full-time is. job work. Yeah. It drives me nuts to see some of these YouTube people, you know, they're famous for like dressing their dogs up right. and, and DIY, but that is a dream. A lot of these kids are having not so much anymore. A lot of them are more entrepreneurial in a, in a more legitimate way. Right. Um, an example would be they're making things and putting them on Etsy or, right. you know, they're really trying to, my daughter does um, doll re, uh, restorations and she, she, yeah, she sells it stuff up on Instagram. I see, that's a hustle though. Yes, and, yeah. and that hustle, when kids are learning the hustle, right. that can, look, that's a, that's a high-valued commodity Absolutely. as an employer. If somebody comes in and they just got hustle, yeah. I want them to hustle my product. Right. Like, that's good stuff. And that's what, what's happening is that these marketing companies are seeing that these Gen Zers tend to be so much more entrepreneurial, you know? So yeah. let's, let's embrace that. Let's use that um, for our products. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's kind of back off this and go sure. back to where I know parents are started to listen to this podcast mm-hmm. because their kids spend too much time doing it. Yes. Let's let's review some of the na- negative effects that this stuff is having on kids. One of the biggest impacts we're seeing is sleep, yeah. um, sleep deprivation. Um, there's a several reasons for that. One of them is the blue screen, and a lot of phones and devices now have that amber. I turn them amp- on. I yep. turn it on and for the myself. Kids, the kids don't. They don't understand that that blue wave light mimics sunlight. So they're going to stay alert and awake when it's bedtime. The parents need to understand that mm-hmm. that that blue light that's mimicking sunlight yes. literally keeps your brain from releasing. Yes, the mel- melatonin. Melatonin, right? Yeah. And and I got to the point where I started taking extra melatonin. Right. Found that amber 
uh, that that blue light shut off bit. Yes. And now I read for ten minutes. I'll play if if I want to sit down and play my Candy Crush. Yes. Hey, I'm Candy Crusher too. Hey, yeah. I, I, like I literally <laughs> last like ten yeah. minutes, whereas I could last yes. two hours before. Right. And I'm tired again. It's serious. Yeah. Get that blue light turned yes. off. The other thing is to get them away from at least two hours prior to bedtime. Two hours. Yes, two hours to help the natural body right. produce the melatonin and, and sleeplessness. Turn off the notifications. Get if you can't if they can't get it out of their rooms because they're up all night long with notifications, snaps coming through. They have a streak that they have to keep, all that right. kind of stuff, that pressure. Um, but with that whole social justice and helping each other, the other phenomena is that girls in particular are going to social media for support. Yeah. Um, and, you know, parents have run into this where their kid will be on the phone all night long, but later to find out a suicidal friend they were trying to keep alive, you know, right. by being in contact. So they're taking on probably more than they, they could, and they don't have the understanding to really separate themselves or help refer that person to somebody that can help. And that level of anxiety on a teenager yes. or a tweenager that's, that literally is staying up all yeah. night trying to keep a friend alive, neither of them are qualified to, right. to offer that service. Right. And yet, how do you say, hang up the damn phone? <laughs> right, like, right. my friend yeah. is on death's door. <laughs> then have her talk to her parents. Like, it's never that simple. It's never, yeah. And I think we have to walk alongside of them. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. I you have know. seven Facebook pages. Right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, my daughter and I do streaks back and forth. You know, she laughs at me when I try to use the jargon, you know. Oh, you're such a boomer. But I'm not. I'm a Gen Xer, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you don't have anything for us right. yet. That's so that's get, right. a, yeah, get right. on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I think the big thing is to, to teach them to limit and to enjoy life outside. Now, we know there's an addictive process, too. I mean, there's right. a staying out there. How long do you have to scroll before you get your squirt of dopamine, right? Right. And then when these kids are spending so much time, and that's their primary source of dopamine, so the, the system's going to downregulate. So when they don't have the social media, you're right. They're going to feel more anxious. They're going to feel more depressed. And it has nothing to do with the content. It's you know, the whole scrolling and that, that release that they're getting. So a lot of times they're using it to self-regulate. Um, not always the healthiest, right? Um, so we have to teach them the basics on how you get dopamine other ways. Getting outside, hiking, you know, um, cold showers, believe it or not, really spike the dopamine levels, you know, um, in our foods, eating healthy, all those kinds of things. We'll get back to our guest in just a second. I got to make a quick shout out to two organizations that have really helped out Fire Mountain and Beyond Risk and Back at our booth here at the Winter Symposium. First is Guayaki Yerba Mate. They have given us cases and cases of this amazing, incredible drink to hand out to other people, to get people in the industry of mental health and addiction to understand the benefits of Guayaki Yerba Mate and brain recovery, brain building. I could, I could spend an entire episode, which I did, by the way, with one of the co-founders, David Carr. So go listen to that Beyond Risk and Back episode. And you can always Google benefits, scientific benefits, scientific research behind Yerba Mate, and you will understand why we give this drink out to people in the industry. This is a hidden gem that is getting more and more popular. So please support us being supported by Guayaki Yerba Mate and go pick yourself up a can and get some for your teens. And then second, I need to thank Psychotherapy Associates Winter Symposium people themselves for letting us be here 
and broadcasting this show and helping us email all of the speakers to get the information, the, 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 the new cutting-edge research in brain development, addiction recovery, mental health, and I get to interview these incredible people and get their information into your heads, parents. So thank you to Winter Symposium, and thank you to Guayaki. Okay, let's get back to our guest. So one of the things I've seen, Christy, is that, uh, and this was research I recently read, mm -hmm. I want you to confirm or deny if you can, um, that because kids are going to school uh, 30 minutes away from home. Like, like mm -hmm. it's no longer, I grew up with the kids in my neighborhood that I went to school with. Right. We developed long-term relationships and some still exist today. Um, but that's not how kids go to school so much mm. anymore. We can take them wherever we want. And what I saw recently is, is research that said, um, this is how they're staying connected. And we say, mm -hmm. that's not real connection. This is how they're staying connected with their friends at school. And the research was saying that they have to. Mm -hmm. Is this real? It, it is real. It is amazing to think about. 60% uh, of them are connecting with real-life friends. It's not about getting on and meeting strangers. It's about keeping in contact. And the biggest reason is they're too busy. You think about all the activities wow. that are going on, you know, four different types of sports, and you got band and music and speech and cheer and they're too busy, and that's the number one reason is that there's so much going on, structured activities, that they aren't able to socialize, and this is the way they're going to do it. Location, distance. They live you know. far apart from yeah. their friends. They yes. don't live down the street. Right. It's not the same that way. Yeah, me, yeah. Neil, Mike, Reed, Chris, yeah. David, like we were yeah. houses away. Right. And Okay, is this any different than sitting on the hallway, in the hallway <laughs> with, with the long, long cord? Yes, the long <laughs> right, cord of the phone. Right. Is this different? No, it is not. It's how they're connecting. It's how they're, they're talking. And they're, they're doing it in groups, you know, so that, you know, when we used to hang out with our group of friends or yeah, a three-way yeah. call or, you know. Three-way call. Yeah. It, they're doing it now through apps, you know. Even the schools are using these apps. I mean, the schools are picking up on this for different groups, you know. They'll get on one of the group me's or the, you know, they'll have a Snapchat account where they're all communicating. And some of that basic, you know, we're getting together at 5 o'clock for practice is going through the social media. So it has become so much a part of their connections. Um, and not so much with the outside you know, uh, connecting with strangers, although there's concerns that way. Without you know, a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And there are predators out there that, you know, that will use that. Um, there's definitely concerns with what the sexting piece is and what they're sharing, um, if it can be modified. Uh, one of the tactics pedophiles will use and redistribute is uh, pictures where they may not have a lot of clothing on. So they will alter those pictures. Think about it with Photoshop into right, sure. whatever kind of thing they want and then reuse that. Um, so, yeah, there. You You're know, talking about like a bathing suit photo right. that they could turn into yes. whatever, or a low cut dress or a top, and yes. they could just remove it. Yes, completely, and put them in a in a compromising situation, you know, or yeah. So definitely, there are concerns that way, and kind of teaching what they can post. Um, sexting is what's interesting is that most of them will say it's wrong, you know, in general, yeah. but they will pass it on and share it when it comes their way. Why? I, I've not figured that one out. You know, why do you share this if you know that it's wrong? But the, the percentages are pretty high at the kids that will forward on um, a compromising image. So 
This uh, this platform really uh, uh, endorses compulsivity. Yes. Like like it, it, there's not a there's not a gap. There's right. not a hey this came to you stop and think alert that shows up on <laughs> on your iPhone. Yeah, like a 15 second delay. Just right? something like <laughs> right. send it and you know are you sure? Right. Yes. Are you really sure this picture could be inappropriate? Yes. Right. Like, and what you're going to see them do is do that without the heads or blurring out the heads. Right. You know, um, it, it's still there and it's still identifiable and it can still get shared. And and we have to remember as, as parents, like a, a, one of my, uh, some of my son's friends work uh, mm-hmm. for an organization that goes through the fe- Facebook feeds and pulls out um, adverse material, oh, pictures, yeah. videos, stuff like that. Uh, very top secret, can't release names, can't right. take pictures inside of the thing. Like, And they're pulling out brutal, brutal stuff. Yes. And stuff gets through anyway. Yes. And there are places like this all over the world mm-hmm. that's doing it, stuff gets through anyway. Um, how, do we, how do we navigate this with our kids? How do we get the, get the kids to, to, to set it down and come say, I just saw something really shitty and I need some help, Mom? Right, right. And that's just walking through them with it. I think we get into that teetotaler, you know, get out of yeah. it, turn it off. But the reality is they're not going to because it's how they're connecting. So we have to come alongside, just like our parents used to you know, have to meet the parents of the other kids yeah, and yeah. it's the same thing is is create a community um, get connected with the kids parents on social media you know get them on your on your social media accounts and become that you know okay I'm going to try a streak with some of these people on IG and you know get to be the cool mom or you know right or the the old mom trying to be cool you know <laughs> right <laughs> right um, to where that is normal and they can see you're trying to kind of get into their world and understand it. You know, that's kind of the key, I think, to opening that conversation. And our, yeah. di- our director has a has a strategy that she uses with the kids in her facility and that she used with her son mm-hmm. um, where you role play it. Oh, you sit absolutely. down and say, yeah. okay, I know this is stupid. Phones are as a let's pretend that some boy just asked you for nudies or that, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, 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 some girl has come online she said she wants to commit suicide and this is in your feed right um how would you handle that and let's let's practice a conversation so it's weird now and not then <laughs> exactly let's sweat now so we don't bleed then right like i think that's a great one and i think just asking questions yeah. i mean they laugh at you you know sliding into the dms you know <laughs> you know whatever and for anybody that does not know what that means that's instagram talk for trying to hook up in the direct messages right but uh but trying to understand that lingo, you know, I'm trying to understand memes and TikTok and just so I can you know, have that conversation and, and talk about it, you know. It's kind of funny because yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I love 9gag and a big, big meme site. It's yes. very funny and stuff yeah. like that. And when someone is, when someone comes on, it's generally Gen X or older generation. Right. And, you know, they're, they're saying something about somebody who's just died and someone posts a pretty brutally funny, inappropriate timing meme right. about it and someone goes this isn't funny you can't do this this person just died this is disrespectful and people write back are you new to the internet I'm not sure you realize what's going on mm-hmm. my point behind that story is mm-hmm. is that we have put a world of uh, uh, untested anarchy in the hands of yes, our children we have and it's the purest form of anarchy anything goes yes at anything age. goes and they're getting phones at like at nine yeah. not you know nine and ten years old and it's crazy how young they're getting that and they're getting it unsupervised you know 
I remember my son, he's 26, so he'd be a millennial. Yeah. When he got his first phone, it was the, the two-button phone, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have a 23 and a 24-year-old. Yes. So yeah. those, those flip phones, the razors, my God, right? remember razors? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. so so I yeah. get it. So Yeah, and there was something to that limiting thing early on. Right. And I think waiting, the longer you can wait to get them the phone, probably the best. And I know everybody and their brother is going to have a phone already. Um, my daughter got hers between 12 and 13 and it was limited, you yeah. know? Um, and I think putting those boundaries in place are going to help keep the kids safe. And then, yes, you're not going to be popular, but think about our parents used to tell us to hang up the phone at nine 30 or once we got right. dial up internet, you know, they had to check their email. So you get off the phone, you know, right. there were limits in place back then. And I think it would still apply. Um, now, yeah, yeah. I, I it, it's the one mistake, not one. Yeah, that's that's pretty brutal, brutally innocent. Um, it's a mistake <laughs> that I made. Both my kids got smartphones when they were in high school. Right. Knowing what I know now about how pedophiles find children. Yes. I'd have, I'd have waited, and I would have been that unpopular parent because right. I already was. Right. <laughs> like none of the none of the kids wanted to come over to our house because I was a kid who'd call the cops and yes. like I was not. We did not tolerate stuff at our house, and our kids knew it. Uh, so I'm already the unpopular parent. Mm -hmm. I wish I'd have done that one differently. It's, it's too much. And I think people forget uh, human development hasn't changed in the last 10,000 no, years very no. much. Yeah. But the information and our exposure to everything right. has. Yes. I don't yeah. know if our brains can handle that. And not the little brains, I don't think. And even adult brains, everything that's on that internet and coming at us, it's hard for us to filter, you know? Yeah. Um, like, boomers and you know gen xers i just think about the you know the facebook drama that was created with all the the politics and right. stuff like that. the the new the younger kids aren't posting on politics or religion right. or anything it's more about you know uh, experiences yeah. yeah what is how much time should kids be spending on it do you have a breakdown of, of age yeah, and time I, I don't and i don't think there's i think we're still early in the game research wise um on that but i think I think keeping in mind that that's how they're connecting, you know, I don't, I don't think it, we're going to survive being able to cut it all off. I think. Well, you yeah, and I right. said that yeah. during the commercial was yeah. that we were talking. It was like, I'm not going to stop. Are right. you? Right. Like, right. I, that's not, I, I market my business. I market my podcast. Yeah. I think there's times and places to de unplug, to unplug, you know, dinner table, you know, have some set rules. I always say if it comes everybody, to, not yes. the kids, we're not yes. talking kids. I always ask the kid, my daughter is like, who did we bring to supper tonight? You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of a, let's put the phone down, you know, um, doing stuff that builds mastery outside of the FOMO world. Right. right. The, yeah. That fear of missing out, build experiences outside camping. Think about that. KOAs may have Wi-Fi, but it's not very good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah. So do some things where they can't get the Wi-Fi. you know, where they're forced to kind of enjoy the outdoors and, you know, experience uh, thrill rock climbing or, yeah. you know, stuff like that, where they're going to get some of that mastery outside of the world. And they don't necessarily have to post it on Facebook. There's some simple tech-savvy stuff that parents need to get their hands on. How to change passwords. Yes. You know, so that uh, it's easy for a parent to say, happy to give you the password once the bathroom's clean. Right. The Wi-Fi password. The other thing is, 
is don't give a phone unless you have access to that phone. Um, there are some new apps out there. Some of them get a little bit too aggressive, but there's some of them that will just alert you if there's some dangerous communication happening through the apps. It'll also give you records of, you know, there's probably, I can think of four or five offhand. Ring is one of them. Yeah. That's a new home uh, internet device that is yeah. pretty smart. It's pretty yes. well done. I think there's a one called Custodio yes. and Bark. Um, some of those. Bark is a yep. good one too. Yep. I Look, I am a proponent of... Mm-hmm. of you know, that the kids don't actually have the administrative password to right. their phone and that the phone is wiped once a month. Yeah, well, that's not a bad idea. Like, like yeah. and just, and that's it. It's yeah. like, if these numbers are important to you, make sure you hand write yes. them down yes. so you can put them back in because we're restoring factory settings. That clears every Everything. app. Mm-hmm. It clears the ghost apps. And mm-hmm. parents, if you don't know what a ghost app is, you need to find out. And I got plenty of shows about that. Mm-hmm. But I, kids should not be able to load apps without parent permission. Right. When do I get my own password? Yeah. When we know that I'm not right. paying for you to look at porn. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And there's there's some lures into the, you talk about porn, there's yeah. some lures into the porn industry, especially with the popularity of some of the anime cultures. Yes. Very it, much yeah. so. It'll the pull crossover them, there. Yeah. It'll pull them into, um, you know, what they call Shotokan yeah. or Lolicon. Um, where it's actually pedophilia, yeah. In, yeah, in cartoon form. Yeah. Um, so it, it's easy lure from, you know, some of the manga out there. And it's a yeah. seamless transition yes, is what it is. It is. And it your, happens so quick. It, your yeah. kid could be looking at anime and yeah. all of a sudden that's not anime. Yeah. That is a whole, that's yeah. an adult world. Yes. Yeah. That's no good. Yep. And I know that's pretty controversial, yeah. but it does lure kids in. I've seen it, um, you know, and, I, and it's a... You know, they, they want to argue it's cartoons and it's, you know, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's... It's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. And it's, again, exposing very young minds. It's desensitizing them and priming them for um, some sort of grooming or sexual predator taking advantage of that. Well, the other thing that people forget is that the, the moment they're on some of these uh, cartoon porn sites, mm-hmm. there's uh, adult... Uh, uh, live action sites being advertised. Yes. And look, this is an unprotected world. And no matter, mm-hmm. even if you have something like Ring or Bark, mm-hmm. you you still have to have the energy to monitor what's going on your yes. kid's phone. Well, protect them. Protect yeah. them because there's people that are putting a lot of energy to get them kind of bought in. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the information, like yes. we said at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. that your your child, where what your child's going to buy is worth millions of dollars. Yes. To or companies. Yes, and there's a lot of research done by marketing agencies specifically how to market to the newer generation. Yeah, Christy, yeah. Uh, we yeah. talked a lot about at the beginning about your show. Yeah. We're wrapping around to the end. How can a family get in touch with you directly? Um, they can sure feel free to give me a direct call, 605-987-2451, and that's the adolescent unit. Just ask for me, and they'll chase me down. Uh, my email address, Osmera at keystonetreatment.com. And you create the programming for the teens. I'm the program director up there, yep. Okay. And uh, both addictions and mental health, primary substance use, um, very uh, spiritual, uh, kind of a, it's kind of an old homey type of feel to good. it. So, yeah. Good, good. Chrissy, anytime you want to be on Beyond Risk and Back, don't hesitate to give me a call and say, I got an idea to talk to parents Perfect. about. Yeah. I love you as a guest, and yeah. uh, thanks so much for hitting us up again. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Of again. course, anytime. Yes. We'll talk again soon. Yep. 
This has been another episode of Beyond Risk and Back. Thank you so much for joining me, parents. Please remember to give us a listen, a like, a subscribe, and share us with your friends, other parents who need the support. I have a few people I'd like to thank. First is Frazier PR. I'd also like to thank Your Cause Consulting. And I need to give a shout out to Deepin Productions. As always, thank you to Mental Health News Radio for hosting this show. And I'd like to thank Guayaki. Guayaki has sponsored our booth here at the Winter Symposium. And of course, all my fans everywhere all over the world, thank you so much for making Beyond Risk and Back a number one parenting podcast. Remember, parents, take care of yourself first, your adult relationship second, and your children third, because in that way, we do our best work with our children. I'll see you next week.